Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the island. I am Q. Today we have a guest by the name of Tori Saint, also known as Bragi to some. And yeah, let's get this going. Okay. Can you hear me? I can. I can. All right, wonderful. You're coming through pretty clear. All right. Uh, yeah, man. Good. Good to have you on the pod. So appreciate it for the first time yeah I, I i think the really interesting thing about this one for me will be i, I think you're the first like uh person who's come on that i don't know very well i think that that's a really interesting yeah. thing when i come with that yeah for sure for sure it's gonna be a, a moment for us to both get to know each other i guess Definitely, man. Definitely. But how's the how's the preparation for it? Preparation for it must have been like quite difficult because like don't really know much. There's not like easy, you know, departure points that you can start from. Uh yeah, there wasn't. But I I, I sat down um for a little while and then I just started like cycling through things that I might that, that I could ask. You know, so I I think I think I got a pretty good. Um, mixed bag of of things that 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 would be pretty cool to talk about. Cool, cool. Yeah. Right. So I don't know, man. How, how long has it been? What it's been? It's more like like six, like six, seven months. I think we only met like once, very briefly, when Shanice yeah. introduced us. Yeah, sure. that one time. Yeah. But, but I think uh, we might have met before then. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, but it's I, possible. I recognize you. I think yeah. I saw you at at where was this place? Maboning. It was we were it was myself, Shanice, the twins, Belita. But I don't know if yeah. it was you. Uh, there, there, there was a place. There was this like open mic place in Maboning that you sure. Be there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that that's the place that we actually uh, yeah yeah first yeah. saw each other, but we got introduced at at, at Wow. Yeah, no, that, that's uh, uh, no, that, now that you mentioned it, like it's, it's coming back to me, so I'm remembering that. But yeah, you were you were saying like it's been like yeah, it's been uh, a while. Yeah, it's it's been a while, man. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll get to that. So, uh, it's gonna be like a mixed bag kind of thing. I'm just gonna throw like it's gonna start. It's gonna probably like like at the beginning of your journey, middle, end. It's just gonna go all over the place. So that's um, cool. So to start off with, I mean, I, I think a good place would be how did you how did you get started? Wait, first of all, before I even ask that, how do you identify yourself? Do you identify as a poet? Do you identify as a creative? Do you identify as a writer or something more profound? Oh, more profound. Um, I think I'd I'd probably identify with with creative. Yeah. I'd say out of out of yeah, out of that list that you've given me, I think creative would probably be um the best accurate one because it's not only just writing that I that I'm interested in or that I dive into, but mm-hmm. but so far writing has been the most prevalent one out of all the other forms of creativity that I've explored. That's that's really interesting. Like, what what are yeah. the forms of creativity, you know, like excite you? Um, dance a lot. I spent some time as a dance instructor. Yeah. Um. So I'm very interested in that um, visuals. So um, I I pretty much more I tried to draw, but I was horrible at that. And then I was like, okay, cool, drawing painting was really not my thing. But in terms of like video edits and just 
more digital and that new age form of like visuals interest me to use that i don't think i'm particularly good at it but i'd say that it's, yeah. it's 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 an interest that i think if i was surrounded by by people that did it more often i wouldn't be annoyed by that okay no that's that's cool yeah. and, and i think i mean with 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 the with what digital media is going these days it's it's kind of like the right niche to to get for sure stuck into you know and oh, for I, sure yeah, you, you you mentioned dance, and immediately my brain went to this uh to the, this video of you on YouTube, right at the twenty eighteen uh poetry final performance. Where you, yeah, uh, you, you know, we sort of start with like this contemporary type of dance, and yeah. that was really interesting to me, right? Because I've never, I've never, I mean, I don't think I've ever seen a person approach poetry in that format where you sort of start. Yeah. With that's as expressive as it was without actually using words and like actually using words right after that it was mind-blowing to me so how how often do you get to mix that aspect dancing and poetry into one performance uh first of all i appreciate that i appreciate that and the story behind that right yeah so the story that happened in, in that case like in the beginning, there's someone who's singing, right? While I do the dancing and and, yeah, and, yeah, and do the pose. So the way that we met up with that person was like there was like a competition prior to Poetry Africa, and so it was a mixture of different create um creative creative yeah forms of creativity, different ones where it had dance, singing, poetry, etc. And so I saw this this kid singing, right? And I was like, oh, I really really like I really I just liked his singing and the song that he had written because it was his own song. Yeah. And then when I was writing that poem for Poetry Africa Slam, I once I was finished with it and just editing it and just practicing it, I thought of him, right? And and then the song that he performed on that day fitted perfectly with the poem that I was writing. So I hit him up and I told him, yo, so what I want to try to do, can we make this work? And then he sent me um he sent me a sample of the song. I just said, send me a sample so I can see if it fits. And then I heard it and then I listened to it while for, for quite some time, just for fun. And then on the day of the performance, like on the day of the performance, it clicked to me like as soon as I was up next, I'm like, I'm going to go up stage, I'm going up to stage and then I'm going to perform. But in the beginning of my poem, this guy is singing. I'm just going to stand there awkwardly. That's probably not a great idea. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he was not even going to be on stage with me. He's gonna, he was going to be singing it from the crowd. So the mic was with him and he was a Mr. Crowd. So I was, what was I going to do? Was I just going to stand there or just go up when I'm doing the poem? And so literally like, just like a minute before they called me up, I just kind of decided to freestyle into it. I figured like the best thing that I can do was to like, dance because I had, I had listened to the song a bunch of time. Like it was intuitive. So I could, I could sort of freestyle what he was going to be saying and try to frame it out in a dance. So mm-hmm. I, I attempted to do that. And, it, and, and from the reception that I've got from it, I think it, you know, it worked out pretty pretty cool so i don't get to do it as often as i'd like to but but it's something that has been in yeah in in, in me to do for the longest of time um but i've never actually been able to kind of execute it in the manner that i wanted to be executed but i will though i will yeah no that's a that's a really cool story especially like the whole um just you sort of went with the intuition yeah intuition told you to do and that's I, I, I mean 
I, I think you would agree with me when I say that's like that's a big part of being a creative. I mean, as as much as you plan things, sometimes you just do things, right? Yeah, and they work out pretty pretty well sometimes. Like the best things really just like for me, it has been like, let's just try this, and then it just it worked out. So like as 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 a big reward to taking a risk, because it just it just it's just it's there. Like it flows. It's in, it's it's in the moment, and it just it can't be reciprocated. It can't do it again, and so. Like, there have been moments where I've been tempted to go on stage and try that again. But I'm like, no, it's, it's yeah. the, the feeling from, of departure is not the same. Because particularly that day, I was, I was already in the moment for that particular poem. So um, the freestyling and everything was flowed easily. So now, if I do it again, I'll be doing it from the point of it worked the last time. Let's try and do it again. But I don't think it will be as you know as genuine as the first time was so like Definitely. when things happen on the spot i think the reason why they really usually work out is because they're really just spontaneous and genuine and and, and that reflects that reflects definitely definitely that's, that's what it is you, you you can't replicate something like that it's like it's, it's, it's lightning in a bottle you can only cash it once you know for sure for sure for sure <laughs> that's great. Where's, uh, your, where's your where's your where's your other partner today uh, he's, he's, he's absent. He's, I mean, we, we, he's in the UK. So like it's different time zones and, oh. and, but by the time his internet is good, it's like, it's like almost 2am this side or something. <laughs> Probably not going to be up at that time. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, so just like now, let me just do it. Uh, oh, yeah. Right. Like some of these interviews that I do with people, he's, he's not around cause it's like people can't stay up that late. Yeah. So okay. Cool, I'll handle it. Um, yeah, and I mean, we, we talked about the whole performance thing, but um, in terms of, in terms from a creative standpoint, what, like, what, what, what are the forms of of um of expression or or media, uh, or that sort of thing? Have you ever considered using, you know, into your performances as in in terms of poetry or anything else? Yeah, so right now I've been messing a lot with um, what are they called? Which like sound effects? There's a there's yeah. a, a proper term for it. I can't think of it right now. Uh, I've been working on on a lot instead of using backing tracks. Um, I found it quite helpful in sort of just creating the setting of of where I am. You know, in 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 form when you write something like. Um, say for a story, like it's it's quite easy for you to sort of display the setting. The, the 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 imagination does it, of course. But then in writing, you sort of you can sort of aid the person into imagining this world that you're trying to place your characters in, and then have your characters speak within that world. Um, sometimes with poetry, that world sort of either needs to be described in itself in a poetic sense. Um, and or if if it's not, then it doesn't necessarily fit into the poem. Um, and so with the with the visual with the audio effect, um, they, that kind of just uh, presets the poem and sort of puts where the poem is in terms of like the setting of it. And and so interesting working with that and, and exploring the different ways. And and also like it makes instead of just writing it and reciting it, it gives the audience to work with like it, it doesn't make them lazy because now there's all these visuals that are happening and so they kind of have to 
figure out how to fit that into the poem. How does this apply into the poem? And so it has been interesting. The people that I've sort of tested it out on, it's mm. been interesting because it sort of gives the mind something to work with besides the poem, but not in a way that distracts it from the poem, but it's just something to keep them more curious. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's that, that's just really interesting. You know, it's uh, when you're explaining it, I'm thinking it's it's like a good way to, to hook people that probably are like I'm not into poetry. You know, you get them yeah. with that. You know, yeah, definitely, yes, definitely, yeah. definitely. Because it's just like it's weird because there's one way just it starts and it's just like sounds of like a lot of ghosts just running around. And so it's it's just like it's just weird, like what's gonna happen now? Like, you know, so it's it's and, and also it just I think it would it would um create an opportunity to collaborate with different people when you actually try to incorporate different um art forms within the one that you are working with and and, and other people who probably didn't think of ever collaborating with, with the poet in, in regards mm-hmm. to that certain things that they see you working at it, then it sort of opens another door of possibility that could happen so yeah no, this this was really cool it's really cool uh you uh, you mentioned you know something okay actually uh you, you, you sort of hinted at music right as a, as a, as, yeah. also, as also a segue is, yeah is that something that you see more poets using like you know, they they, they they get someone at the guitar to support them or someone at the piano, something soft. Do you, yeah, yeah. Do you, yeah. Is it... Yeah. It's, yeah. Is it something that's happening more? It is, it is. It is, it is happening more. But I guess, like, what's been interesting is that poets have sort of been trying to play a bit more from that. Because it, first it started from, from soundtracks, just like the normal... That would allow you to sort of recite in any melody and in any pace and in any tone because the sound in itself could accommodate for a variety of what the poet might want to you know incorporate in, within that poem mm-hmm. um but with 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 what now they're trying to do is trying to use different sounds and different um backing tracks that are quite different from just like the norm because i also tried that with, at one point like i got a friend of mine who is a producer uh yeah. hooked me up with this great beat that he made which also like was one of the things that happened on the spot like he made it and then we recorded it at the same time and then i played it to some to some some people and they're like is this is this is this hip-hop is this rap is this poetry yeah. and but it was like it was it was sort of poetry but like with the melody that you can sort of flow into but i wanted to still keep it um as poetic as possible so I think there's a lot of people that are trying that 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 using different um, music and incorporating it into the poems. Like Modise does it quite often, but he uses like with with voice and choir voices. And I think Fabiso did it as well mm. in his recent work. Um, so I think it's something that is it is happening. But I don't I don't I don't I haven't seen a wide range of creativity within it. It's all it's all been sort of closely knitted to each other i don't think anyone has really taken like a huge risk and did something quite bizarre this is interesting i think i think uh whoever out there you know thinks about it and it's like okay i think i can run with this it'll be it'll be an interesting angle for them if they do it 
right. Well, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if saying do it right is the right way to say it. If they do it their way mm-hmm. and they get people to sure. listen, I think that'll be amazing. sure. Sure, definitely. Yeah. I might just, uh, might just take you up on that off. I might just do it myself. <laughs> definitely. You can think about that one. So, how did you get started as a poet? Like, what, what prompted you, you know, to saying, okay, I want to take this up? Yeah. Well, my story is not all that unique. I started off as a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I started off as a rapper for a while and for the most times when I when when I, I figured this out like on a later stage that when you write raps, like where the last rhyming word ends, that's where you kind of end the sentence and then start another one, right? Mm-hmm. And which is similar to how poetry is written, but my raps were in paragraph form. So long. Yeah, I did not know where it stopped. And so I wrote like that for a while because I never used any instrumental. I just just wrote. Um, and then a friend of mine decided, let's, let's actually get together and try to you know, make music. And I had such difficult time keeping what I'd written to a beat because it's in paragraph form. Like, I don't know where it ends, don't know where it stops. The beat has a rhythm. And I had difficulty doing that. And then... I kind of just like scratched that for a while. And then a friend of mine who was um, was very much into poetry sort of kind of wooed me into, into it because he was performing it once at school and I was like, that's super interesting. Like, yeah. um, I want to do that. I just saw the freedom that it provided in terms of just like um, language and playing with language and making it rich because that, that was, that was the, the, the greatest interest even within hip hop as well, with rap as well, was just like, how these yeah. people are using these words is yeah, incredible. What I'm feeling, yeah, what I'm feeling from the words is incredible because like every time I'd listen, I'd listen to a song, I'd I'd want to write my own as well. Maybe on the same topic or a different topic. But what was more interesting to me was not necessarily like the music behind it or the story they were telling, but the fact that they were they were choosing the right words and the best words to use to express this and so they kind of grew the interest into words and then poetry just felt like it's was far more matured and could afford me that liberty to sort of just free verse it and not and not mm-hmm. be limited as 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 how I saw hip hop doing but yeah there's that and then you know there's a girl but yeah there's that's, that's, <laughs> <laughs> it's in the always at some point it's in the always <laughs> <a> girl <laughs> Yeah. That's that's the mature story. That's the right story to, to go with, you know. <laughs> but you know, that was just—I'll I'll touch on it a bit because it's—I I like the story. Um, all right. So yeah, we're gonna jump back into that one. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. I think we're gonna jump back to that right right after this. I mean, uh, something that just popped in, up in my head. You mentioned, you know, rap, um, leading into poetry, and I. I mean, I know for a fact that you read a lot of, or, or that you've read um, a, a bunch of literature, and you know how, in in terms of influences, both in for, from a rap perspective and a literary perspective, what what people sort of um, inspire you, or what people do you kind of go back to, for you know to to get to get your, your juices flowing. Uh, let's start with rap. 
with rap. It's I have to put Eminem in there. No, definitely. Um, Andre three thousand. There was a cat from Durban called Sean Chi. It's very good as well. Um, who else pops into my head? Nas was quite interesting as well. Nas, definitely him. Um, right now, probably, I'd say Kendrick and most of the cats from Chicago's are pretty, from Chicago are pretty cool. Navy yeah, Blue. Yeah, that's some of, some of them. Some of them. Um and then in literature, I'd say no Shanice, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely. Uh, oh my God, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think we agree that hands down, she she's probably the greatest writer of this generation. That's what I always tell people. Bruh, I've been telling people that. Like, she was, she was incredible. So she'll take the top spot there. Um, and then uh, Patrick. Patrick. It's pretty oh, Patrick awesome. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Token too, and then Zake Sumdar. Also, I've been reading some of his works. Yeah, it's also pretty, yeah. Um, James Baldwin, him as well. Uh, Nikki Giovanni. Um, who else comes to mind? Um, okay. Malcolm uh, Lean. Uh, Malcolm Lean as well. Yeah, that's that's the people that really. I constantly, constantly go back to it. Yeah, the, 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 that is a pretty heavy list. I mean, it's from from my perspective as a as a literary writer. Yeah. Uh, yeah so some of the people that, that you know that, that you mentioned on the list, if not most of them, I go back to them regularly. Even if I'm not yeah. reading anything new, it just like go back and read that one thing. And, sure. I, yeah. I I even go like on 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 Goodreads and just be, read codes from just like different books because I'm just like okay maybe I'm not in 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 the space to 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 go back to a full read of a book but I just want to yeah. just visit some of the great lines in there. Exactly. That, that sort of kind of compresses them in a great way, and I can get all of that there. Yeah, because 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 recently, I mean, I think I think all of last year, if from from the time. Um, Black Leopard, Red Wolf came out. I was obsessed with that, so I kept on rereading things out of that whenever I needed something to keep it going. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, so, so now, so, so now you gotta tell me that story, man. I, I gotta know about that girl. <laughs> well, the what happened? Was, know. Um, yeah, she liked poetry, right? So she was interested in poetry, and she it was times of mix it. So she always post poetic quotes there and all that kind of stuff. So one day. I was like, I, I kind of came up to her and like, I, you like poetry and you're a poet. And she's like, only a poet would recognize a poet, right? So I'm like, yeah. okay, she likes poetry, so I better be a poet. So I'm like, yeah, I'm a poet. I've been writing poems for a long time. That time I hadn't written a single one. Mm. And it was a Friday. <laughs> so she's like, okay, cool, bring me your poems, right? I'm like, okay, cool. Monday, I don't have my file with me, but Monday I'll have my poems ready for you. Yeah. So I, have, I go home and now I have to fill up this entire file because I said I've been writing, right? <laughs> so I can't come through with two poems and I've been writing. I have yeah. to make sure that the like, file is filled to the bed. So I just kind of started reading just like a lot of contemporary poems that were like I could easily understand from just like a sort of mature level and an introductory level to poetry. And so I, I read some, some I didn't understand, some I didn't get. I read yeah. some and... And Rudy Francisco was 
quite prevalent at that time. So like I would watch Rio Francisco videos and I, I kind of liked it. So I wrote and I filled the entire file at the weekend. And then after that, then I brought it to her. She read it, she read it. Like she corrected some things, pointed some things that she liked and said I was really good. And, and, and I was like, okay, actually, I'm, I I was doing it for to impress her in the beginning, but in the process of doing it, I actually like felt at home and felt comfortable doing it. And then so from that point on, I just kind of kept, I just kind of kept doing it, and it's been great. Oh, right. Okay. No, that's that's pretty cool. That's <laughs> it's it's like yeah, it, it's it's that it's that thing that like that guys do sometimes where, you know, you, you just want to tell a girl that yeah, I've been doing that for a while. I mean, you, you know, you you want to do it or you've done it just a little bit, but yeah, at that point, a while it, kind of a while yeah. sells it. A while sells it. It makes it sound like <laughs> you've been in that thing forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about man. you? How did you start writing? Um. Uh. It, well, it it goes back to flip. Uh, primary school days. I think it was like grade five, somewhere there. Um. The my my partner actually my is actually my best friend. We've known each other for a long time. He used to write. He wrote long before I started writing. So so whenever I went to his house, I'd pick up uh, these these notebooks, um, where he'd have written stuff. He used to write handwriting. It was way before computers and whatnot. So I'd pick up these notebooks and I'd read the stories that I wrote on them. They were really interesting. And I'd be like, okay, dude, you're really good. And yeah. then and then then we'd go to the library. I'd pick up a few books. Um, back then, I was probably reading like Rick. I was reading a lot of Rick Riordan. I was reading uh, some Ewan Colfer. Um, it was like when Artemis Fall was starting out. So mm-hmm. eventually, so- sometime during that during that year during that uh, during that period, I decided, okay, let me just give this writing thing a go. So I wrote yeah. like a short story, and and then and then I was like, oh, I actually like this. Then I gave it to someone to read, and then they're like, this this is actually not half bad. How long have you been doing? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I just started, so not really sure. Then I let it go for a couple <gasps> of years, and then I jumped back into it. Literally, the night I jumped back into it, it was the most random thing ever. I remember um, I, I just binge-watched something, and and I was listening to there's this band called, called Drowning Pool. I was listening yeah. to their first album, and I don't know. I just thought, let me just write a story, and I ended up writing like ten thousand pages. I mean, ten thousand words of a story, all in one night. Damn. And I was like, okay, Damn. this is this is actually good shit. And then, yeah. then it just then it's just been like, every, it's just been a lot of writing from there. A lot of I like those moments. Stuff. Yeah, the what? I like those. I like those moments. You know, when you just like sit down and it just poured out all of it yeah. at one go. Those it's, are great moments. Those it's brilliant. Those are the best. It's like the it's like the floodgates open, but you can't control when the floodgates yeah. open. You know, yeah. it's just, and usually, like you, you have no idea what it becomes. Like it becomes something in the process. Like you, it's not something that you set out to do in the beginning, and it sort of just takes form on its own. And it's just like it's almost like it leads your hand into it, and you just yeah. watch it be molded into something really great. It, so it, it's, yeah. it, it literally becomes a possession. You know, literally. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah. but it also has its it's crutch because like you know moments like that kind of make you dependent on on them more often it's the point where you lose the discipline of saying you know what some nothing is coming but let me just keep writing nothing is flowing and just keep writing exactly. and you 
you feel stuck like nothing is happening because you exactly. you want that moment that came that time you want that yeah. to always be there yeah and it it, it, it won't always be there because uh, there's yeah. uh there's this, this author that i love called uh brandon sanderson and um and he and he hosts like the uh, these writing classes and there's one way he said um sometimes writing is like chopping wood it's not easy but you gotta do it you know yeah yeah true true and then it's it's it's, it it teaches you because what what happens is is sort of like when those moments are not there and you and you keep at it like it makes your tool sharper to the point whereby when those moments actually do come like your tools are so sharp so what you produce within that time is even more incredible than what you would have produced if you just lacked up and didn't actually, you know, acquire more tools or sharpen your tools. Exactly. So, and it should find you. It should find you ready. It should always find you ready, not not slacking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, the, here's an interesting question. Uh, I, f- I feel like most poets are really inspired by by like dead poets. You know what I mean? Which is just crazy. Yeah. yeah with, <laughs> so, like, w- what would you say is like your top top three dead poets? Um, William Wordsworth. Mm. Um, I'm thinking of four now, so I'm trying to like <laughs> cut it down. <laughs> cut it down. As ironic as it is, Shakespeare. Um, yeah. and Lord Byron also too. Yeah, Lord Byron. I remember that there was a the, the podcast episode you did. Uh, you did Lord Byron right on the on Sinise's podcast. I did. No, it was. Uh, um, oh, how could I forget? How could I forget? Uh, Edgar, Edgar as well. Oh, you know, Edgar, Ellen, you know, of course. What? So I, yeah, I did. I did. I did that one the first time. I did. Yeah. And then the yeah. other time I did. Uh, Smilan, who's like a South African poet. He's still alive. Yeah. But he's so he's so good. He should be dead. <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's yeah that, that's pretty cool yeah i mean yeah those, those are some pretty good ones i've, I've always yeah. loved edgar Allan poe i think i think the first time i read him i was like 14 so i was like whoa this is this is amazing i i don't think i'd ever read anything like that to that point i yeah, got obsessed yeah. got obsessed with it oh and and you're okay now the, the list is closed so let it go but yeah Wild also, Oscar Wilde also. Oh, wow, definitely. Yeah, wow. the... yeah. He's the one because when you say read, you read Edgar when you were fourteen. Like Oscar was the first one that I read. I think about, I think I was seventeen at that time, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, this is this is incredible." When I had Edgar, was that that one line that really took me. Like all I've loved, I've loved alone. That just like spoke I mean, to me, and I was like, "Yes." You you, so, you, you kind of stopped for like a two sec, like a few seconds every time you read an Edgar Allan Poe line that just hit you. Just the process. Yeah, definitely. It's almost like you've been introduced to a party. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Meeting yourself for the first time. It's <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah. So, so, right. With sticking with that same vein, right? Um, yeah. You, you you mentioned uh earlier, of course, you'd mentioned beats and, and sound effects, and then right now we came to the dead poets, and we did writing influences. So to sort of round that up into one little thing do you do you do much research with all of that considered so let's say you know you're you're writing a peaceful contest or something do you do any research or is it mostly just 
they just off the cuff just research particularly to what to like the the competition itself or what i'm what i'm oh, talking oh, about oh, 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 what you what you what you're talking about okay um most of my poem is usually just like an expression of like expressive of where i am and just mm-hmm. other things that i've always believed in or things that have changed but it usually comes from from me most of the time and so the the the, more, the research that i usually do is based on like where I stand with regards to this. And and so if, for example, there's certain belief or something that I say in my poem that I do believe it, I do believe in it some sense, but not fully, the only research that I particularly do would be regarding to why is there still doubt? And if there's still doubt, maybe because of don't fully understand it, accept it, acknowledge it, or I understand the contrary argument towards it, why this may not be... Um, so true then i try to research on that uh, but with with poems seldom poems that i write about other things apart from myself that i do try to do try to research it because i've seen how, how how lazy it can be to just bring a single narrative and that sort of doesn't really really do anything to to the full body of work and it's everybody yeah. can it's you, you sort of fall into what everybody else has said because you haven't really done the research, you sort of just like picked up from the top. So, I've, I've, mm. as of late, I've sort of seen a particular important in doing research, and so I have been I have been doing that from the recent work. But most of the work that I've shared has really just been expressive of where I am, and that usually requires introspection rather than you know research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this 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 really interesting thing because are uh, you. Uh, you mentioned how, like some, how like some poets all s- sort of start start to sound the same, and yeah. f- for me that, for me that's that's a little annoying at some point because like it is, it is because you uh, see the other person, and, and especially when you see the other person. Sorry to cut you, especially when you no see problem. the other person in 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 who this person is trying to be, and you just like it's it's almost like a gimmick. It is. It becomes a gimmick because I mean if. If you go to an open mic, for example, you know for a fact that you're going to get like c- certain people that do certain things. Someone's going to come and talk about how women are queens or how, how guys are this or how love broke their heart. But it's all going to sound so generic. It's going to be something that you heard a while sure. ago, but it, maybe the wording is a bit different, which, is, which becomes difficult, you know, for people to stand out. It's, sure. uh, what's the word? It's cheap thrills, you know. It's, it's what people try to go for sometimes. Definitely, I feel like also also sense that that sometimes poet can be quite quite um, afraid of just like being bad, just like being honest. Because, like like you you mentioned, like talking about how women are queen that 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 is generally accepted, and no one is gonna like discourage that. So people are gonna encourage that. So even if you if you want to write a poem that's gonna be easily accepted or allowed or you want great reception, like there are certain topics that you can easily go to. Exactly. But then at the same time, it's just like, uh, you, you, I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I don't know what there's this. And, 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 and it's for me, <laughs> the weird thing is that like when I, I, I listen to a poet speak and I listen to a poet recite and then I hear the poem and I'm like, that just sounds like everybody else. And I get to know the person. I'm like, you actually more interesting than the gimmick you put on. I know. I I I mean, it's 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 always it's, it's almost like you could tell the person, can you drop the gimmick and like take this person and put that person on stage, you know? For sure. 
<laughs> for me, like what what I what I've been criticized not criticized, but a pointer that I got once uh, was that I, I I used to hide behind writing, so I pushed good writing over the person. So I was particularly more interested in just like writing well, but I I I, I didn't place myself aside. So I wrote well, but I didn't really write stories that were as vulnerable as as me, and, and I I sort of decided to hide behind just like good yeah. writing and people ended up not knowing exactly like who am i no yeah because i mean you, you mentioned that and and i romantically thought back to the first time i i saw you perform and yeah. and, and and i I remember the, the, the like the feeling i got from that it's like it was similar to to the feeling that i would get when listening to Jose. it's like it's like this it's sort of like this semi-violent you know, reach into your soul, you know, no. kind of thing. <laughs> Where you're like, whoa, Yo, okay, I, that just happened. <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for that. For throwing Mazia in there, you know, I appreciate it. I don't worry yeah. about that, but yeah, I appreciate it. And remember that day, actually, to speak on the same topic of hiding behind your writing, that day when I performed, I think after performing like the second poem, somebody screamed in the crowd, what are you saying? That's like, <laughs> I was, that was the hilarious moment for me. It's like I just yeah. said what I said the whole time. Exactly, like, it's it's crazy. But then is it is isn't that something I let you think is is a little bit of a, of an annoyance at some point with, with poetry with poetry class. P- personally, I I stopped doing like any sort of performances because because what I wrote w- wasn't received. If if mm-hmm. if at all, I mean, it's 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 very yeah. few people that you, you know when you're performing in front of a poetry crowd, you just look at all the faces as you're performing. Like your eye shifts from the left to the right, and you can literally see yeah. every face, and yeah. you can tell the people that that are feeling what you're saying, and you can tell the people that are sure. that are just sitting there confused. And sure. with 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 the, with the sort of pieces that I wrote, it's more the 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 word play and and the words that are used and the scenes that are, that I describe and the, the way the way the thing actually flowed is sort of like most people didn't get it at a certain mm-hmm. percentage of people did and at sure. the same time you, you, you kind of feel like the crowd starts to starts to seem annoyed and I think that's sort of what put me off being like a yeah. poetry performer you know yeah well what what I can say with that is that um... Okay, two answers. I'll give you the first one. But the first one, what I realized is that um, there's something that makes a, a, a performance like a really good performance for you, say. Um, and so what really makes a performance enjoyable and great for me, the reception sometimes, uh, but it usually is like, did I perform for myself? Wow. Because there's a yeah. certain feeling that you that you really get when you're on stage and you're performing. Um it's 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 almost like you out of your out of your out of your body and looking in, and also but but a part of you also is still within and flowing. So it's almost like you're watching yourself and performing to yourself at the same time. It's a weird experience to to describe, but you yourself can feel your own energy. If I can put it like that, like the crowd gets 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 your energy, but you yourself feel your your own energy. And and, and if you are well aware of, um, like you are well in tune with the performance and what you are trying to portray in the poem and you have a connection, a deep connection with the poem, like your own energy that you are giving the crowd and you enjoy it to yourself. And so that that makes it a great performance. I've had I've had a performance where like nobody, I feel like nobody 
heard everything that I said, but I was like, that was a great performance, particularly because of how I felt like I performed it and how I felt like I was connected to the piece yeah. itself. And so sometimes the crowd is there, like a friend of mine was performing this one time and it was incredible. Like some what I felt from the performance was intense. So I walked up to him afterwards and I asked him, like, bro, does doesn't it ever get heavy for you? what you were performing like don't you ever want to collapse on stage because i was listening to your poem and i was moved to the point where i literally like felt paralyzed and i was shaking and i was and i'm only receiving it but like you are the one actually projecting it doesn't ever get heavy to you and he said um he said that not really because like whenever he writes he is alone and so whenever he performs he also has um idea that you know he's alone people are only catching up to what he's doing and then it was in that mm. was in those words that i realized that he's already like connected himself to the poem so much like it, it has became the most important thing to him and so when he's yeah. on stage he's showing people what is so important to him and that also like that translates and so what makes a really great performer a, a performance a lot of people would think that it's like performing for the crowd but I think what really makes a great performance is performing for yourself. And then the crowd recognizes how genuine that is because you can't lie to yourself. And so when, once they realize that, it also translates to them. And then number two, like proving the way that you perform. Like, for example, like, I'll use Belita Andre. Belita Andre, when she writes, like she writes so well. I don't think people understand. <laughs> people, people don't get it. I don't think people really get it. <laughs> but everybody loves watching Belita perform. She's a great performer, like, like, fantastic performer, exactly. So, like, it's even like the like, it's important to separate the two, like, the writing and and performance to be good at at, at doing it together on stage. Because if you only have the writing, you're like, this is great writing, um, and then people aren't uh receiving that, you're gonna feel like people are not receiving your writing, but sometimes, usually, people are not receiving the performance itself. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that, that that that's 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 eye opening, man. I think that's super eye opening for my for me, obviously. And I'm hoping to whoever else is going to be listening to this. Uh, yeah, that that's just eye opening. Um, speaking of, of performances, right? Uh, I mean, considering like the situation in the world and whatnot, uh, social media, right? Your YouTube's and whatnot, and Facebooks and etc have been used a lot more for for by poets to to kind of keep themselves you know out there and, and people knowing that they, they still exist how do you um how, how how much do you see it contributing to 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 writing to poetry as a whole as as, as time goes on but also from both the positive standpoint and and also sort of a negative standpoint because you know we, we know how toxic social media can be yeah definitely definitely um from a positive standpoint i'd say that it's it's it will be very encouraging and a great incentive sort of for poets to sort of venture into those media platforms now that they forced into it and having having been forced to learn and understand how to use them as best as possible to sort of reach an audience and just like to play around with that i think once everything has sort of come down, they would have, you know, been equipped to to still use that, even though now it's back to performing live. I hope we get there soon. But yeah, back to performing live and all that kind of stuff. 
and I think also it's gonna just like it's gonna really really sharpen that skill. For example, Warden Sound has been having digital slams, but digital slams, yeah, you know, people yeah, make videos. Yeah. yeah, people make videos and post them. So now it's a lot of people are being encouraged to mess around with visuals and mess around with videos. And I'm hoping that once all of this is done, people can still stay stick to that because now they would have been they would have done it and figured out, okay, this is actually like good like I, I can get good this is very interesting and then start putting it towards their own youtube channels or just doing it you know whenever they want and they can you know do live more often so i think it's mm. just yeah it's just because everything is now online i think once everything goes back to the way that it was before i think people will still use it having seen the benefits of it um the negative side of it, I think it's 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 what you you know what you've mentioned, how sort of toxic it can get. And yeah. and, and yeah, just like depending depending too much on it. But I I don't know what I, I can't really think of something really, really that negative about it. Um particularly mm-hmm. because I'm not I'm not on socials quite often, so I don't I don't see the detriments of it. Yeah, th- I think that's a good yeah. thing, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, right. Right. Now, man, this this has been great. I, I don't want it to be too long in the tooth for the listeners. Uh, but to sign off, right? I I usually ask my guests what book they're reading. Yeah. So, so what book are you currently reading right now? Um, I've been reading Basic Economics by um, why am I forgetting his name? Thomas Sowell. So, has been interesting. I've been I've been interesting just like i've been watching a lot of his videos he was yeah he still is in economics and so i've been reading nonfiction. so that's the book that i've been reading in terms of fiction um the book that i've been quite quite stuck on for some time yeah. it's the the things around your neck uh, all right who, who, yeah, who wrote that uh always get trouble trying to pronounce it chimanda adichie Oh, oh, yeah, I love her work. Yeah, I love her work. Yeah, so that has been that's been interesting. My partner sort of handed it to me and said, "Read it," and I've been reading it for a while. It has some some great <laughs> stories. Yeah, I know that, yeah. that's great. Uh, yeah, no man, thank thanks for coming onto the pod. It's it's been it's been great. It's been it's been a really cool conversation. Really really intuitive. Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, I enjoyed. I enjoyed this. I think it was too short. I still wanted to talk some more. <laughs> we'll, 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 we'll do this again. We'll, we'll def- I, 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 I think I think I'm gonna want an episode where where it's like you and Shanice and like Benita, oh. like all three of you. That would that oh, that would be that would be epic. I'm I'm gonna need to put that together. <laughs> For sure, definitely, definitely. All right, yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, peace out, man. Uh, we'll do this. Shout again out, shout soon. out for the island. Shout out for the island, man. Been, yeah, I'm man, and fun. and definitely. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been Tory Saint, uh, also known as Braggy to some. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, you have a SoundCloud. I don't, I don't know if I don't know if you want people to know about that. Uh, did you find that? I found that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> nah, it's been deactivated, people. Um, it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Um. The, the, yeah. For yeah. Yes. Yeah, Tory Saint, ladies and gentlemen, he's on the podcast. So I'll probably like 
put that in the link as well. So yeah, yeah. this has been, this has been the island available then too. Yes, definitely YouTube Tory Saint you'll find in there. So yeah, um, this has been the island with Tory Saint. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.